A wintry Samhain Friday evening on Culture File and time for one of our guests to tell us about some of the things they've been enjoying in watching, reading, listening, tasting and smelling. And this time it's the turn of Wexford Opera Festival artist-in-residence Connor Mitchell to share with us his Culture File likes. I am Connor Mitchell and I am composer and stage director. I have got to go very clichéd in my television tastes and say that I have become obsessed with series one, two and three of Succession. I've actually gone back to series one of Succession because I find the writing so Machiavellian, increasingly Machiavellian as it goes on and all of the references to the kind of Italianate Medici kind of papal takeovers blended with the modern Murdoch allusions. I think the writing is just off the scale and the way that the characters series on series are developing and developing I think it's just a modern masterpiece and I can't stop re-watching it a book I've just finished is called Aftermath by Harold Yanar and that is about life in the immediate aftermath of the fall of Berlin in 1945 I've just written a, a large piece for the Lyric Theatre called Propaganda set in 1949 so I I was digging deep in hundreds and hundreds of books about German experience after the war and before the building of the Berlin Wall. And that was, of all the books I read, the one that had the most vibrancy and vivid detail of day-to-day life of German citizens living in the rubble of Berlin. It's an absolutely stunning, harrowing and inspiring book. There are about... 1,300 species of scorpions, but only 25 of those species are deadly. I am slightly addicted to Sleep Whispers podcast. Um, I have real trouble at night turning my brain off, so I can kind of coast for two hours quite late at night and think that I'm ready for bed, and as soon as my head hits the pillow, it's like a light switch goes back on. I've something for years, and... I find this amazing podcast called Sleep Whispers where somebody just whispers gibberish or some nonsense story that goes nowhere with no plot um, and it sends me off no end. But I'm also convinced it's starting to um, work into the dramas that I write. <laughs> they get increasingly less story-based and I think it's probably that has been hypnotising me for three years. I am currently investigating the work of Oliver Newson, which I met him once many, many years ago in, at the Albert Festival. Um, and then he died quite recently, and I wasn't very across his music. So I started buying the scores to some of his operas. I've spent a long time looking through his children's opera, Higgledy Piggledy Pop. Because the even the notation of it is quite groundbreaking, and the way he notates his bumps and the way he has large scale orchestral bumps that are in a sense a kind of an upskilling of the Benjamin Britten bumps, and then you see how Thomas Ades has taken the Oliver Newson vamping and that orchestral kind of treading water until the next orchestral passage with vocals coming in. He's kind of sophisticated it yet again, but the orchestrational detail in 
Oliver Newsom's work is just absolutely breathtaking. Um, you can listen to it, sure, and it'll blow your mind. But to read the score and see what he's actually doing with pencil and paper is even more, you know, humbling. Uh, the only downside is you read an Oliver Newsom score and within 10 minutes you put down your own pencil and say, what's the point? big sensory experience with food and drink at the minute is a friend um, decided to buy me a soda stream which I used to enviously look at in adverts when I was a child and want one because I love fizzy pop but I love bubbles and I love anything that is just not boring water and I've had this soda stream for a year and it has changed my life it has genuinely changed my life there's a childish pleasure in suddenly having bubbles in your water at your own command and putting flavours in it um, and it saves so much money and genuinely I, like I'm like a kid in a candy store every day when I use it um, and I, I love I just have always loved fizzy drinks um, and I refuse to listen to any Jamie Oliver type that tells me I'm not allowed to have them I am a complete um, smellophile I am obsessed with smell and I kind of like I, I actually sniff people's clothes to recognise them I love, you know, the smell of um, different houses and different rooms. I always used to recognise my friends' houses when I could go in. They always had a slightly different scent. Um, and many, many years ago, I decided to have an aftershave that I was going to wear. And no one else was going to have this aftershave. And I spent about six months looking for it. Now, this is going back 20 years. And I find a scent called Grey Flannel by Jeffrey Bean that... Nobody now makes, but you can buy historical bulk <laughs> quantities of it. Uh, and I, I wear that religiously. I actually have an entire cupboard at home of grey flannel by Jeffrey Bain. I'm bulk buying it. I think if I have it for the next 15 years, I might be okay. Grey flannel has quite an old-fashioned Italian musk smell. Uh, I don't like sweet smells. I don't like sweet-smelling perfumes, sweet-smelling... Um, aftershave I like things that are quite tobacco-y and sweat can, because I think they actually go the male body I think needs things that can blend into it you know but yeah I've been wearing that for 20 years and I refuse to wear anything else and actually I've had so many people in my life say um, we knew you'd come into the room because we could smell it about two years ago I was having a coffee in London and a woman came over and she said excuse me are you wearing grey flannel and I've never heard anyone else wear this in my life. And she said, my father passed away this morning. And he was the only person I've ever met that wore it. And you're the only time I've ever smelt it on another person. So she was convinced it was a sign from beyond the grave. Maybe it has, you know, supernatural powers as well. <laughs> but it is a beautiful scent. Uh, and I, I love it. The likes of Connor Mitchell there. Coming up on Saturday evening, we have a special Samhain edition of the Culture File Debate called The Fire This Time. And we'll be spending the evening looking into the heart of fire, its mythic meanings and its geological facts. That's the Culture File Debate, The Fire This Time, on Saturday, 6.30pm, here on RTE Lyric FM.